0: to mine so you know i'm never gun shy since i had a backpack full of thumb drives it's around the car rarely saw so the sunshine that's all i know and my dad's sleeping on a broken mattress he said if you really want i gotta practice cigarettes in a tray full of ashes that's all i know no everybody got
1: some problems ain't nobody ever want to solve though uh, we live <laughs> hello everybody i am giovanni guadalupe and you are you know i am tony piscinelli Piscinelli. and this is the unapologetic podcast today we are thrilled to have a guest with us oh boy who is this guest none other than sammy ducci himself holy cow how you doing
2: How you doing? Ooh. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, it's good. You're doing good. 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 it's Good. good. You're doing good. He's doing good. We're I'm doing, doing good. good. Well, I'm hey, doing good. good. You the triple you trifecta? Good? good here. The triple trifecta. Yeah. Good. there's a nothing good. better than the triple trifecta. Of
1: good. That'll make you just. You t- there's
0: a lot of good going on. There's I'm just telling you, it's good triple
1: and right trifecta. The triple trifecta. It's better than
2: the triple good. trifecta of the poop. It's never good to go poop three that times is, it's that a day. Deep, a deep, dirty pit of poop. <laughs> that's triple trifecta. That is terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It's better you than do to be not want to be caught in the triple trifecta of poop. <laughs> Don't want to be caught in it. That'll get you.
0: No, I got a quick question. Does the triple trifecta of poop mean you poop three times in a day, or
2: that what means th- your face is jamming poop three <laughs> times? Oh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Three okay. separate occasions well, of okay. poop jacking. You got the face in the poop, jacket in your face.
0: <laughs> wow. That's a lot of poop emojis. That's a lot of poop emojis. That's how they do it back in the old school over there. Let me tell you Just something about the poop emojis. Poop Everybody oh has a poop
2: God. emoji in their life. Is that where they came from?
0: Is that where the
1: poop emojis came from? <laughs> Did you create the poop emoji? No, I did not invent the poop emoji. Okay. That's amazing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Talking. We got the creator of the poop emoji over (laughs) here.
2: I did not create the poop emoji. I just used it in triple trifecta language. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because everybody suffers, everybody has poop. Yes. Everybody poops and everybody suffers.
0: Everybody's been through poop.
2: Yeah, the 7.6 billion people in the world, one thing we all have in common is everybody poops and everybody suffers. And sometimes the suffering feels like poop. (laughs) <laughs> Agreed Everybody is, has disappointment And you it's know, true They have struggle They do But not everybody turns out like uh, Mr. Clean They have poop emojis on their face and they hate their life and they're bitter And, <laughs> and they, they hate things they, they mire in eternity of poop Like you know the, the ancient philosopher Dante He wrote a book called Dante's Inferno there Dante's Inferno Yeah And in the seventh canto of Dante's Inferno The flatters of the world Spend eternity in the river of poop Wow In a river of poop And when they try to get out of the river Wild beasts eat their flesh And they reappear in the river Wow Spending eternity in poop Because they spent their lives Filling people with poop Just a metaphor You know Wow Dante's Inferno kind of thing You know In the 15th century kind of thing
0: Sammy Ducci gets pretty deep. Sammy That's Ducci gets, like you get know, you know. Show.
1: Sammy Ducci gets. I've been deep. known
2: to have some profound thinking occasionally. He, he does. He does have some profound thinking, like the triple trifecta of good versus the triple trifecta of poop. Well, why don't you
1: why don't you expound upon that? Because today, what we're going to talk about is suffering and redemption. You can mm-hmm. read it. I'm I'm glad I can you read, could it. read it. Suffering and redemption, and basically, our thoughts are. You know, we talk a lot about. Being unapologetic on this show and what that means to people, you know, be yourself, love who you are, strive to do better. But we all suffer, we all have pain. And what, you know, it's, it is the, I believe that's one of the hardest things is to turn this poop or pain into positivity and light. The the perpetuating poop cycle. The perpetuating poop cycle. It's like the
2: multiple poop emojis into like a rainbow emoji. That's, yeah. Something like that, like turning poop into pleasure. Oh,
1: bro, shoot!
2: Yes, that's crazy. (laughs) I wasn't
0: grasping that until you just explained it. Yeah, it's
2: amazing, you know, because everybody has the poop, everybody has opposition, everybody has pain, and uh, the thing about it is, uh, life sucks a lot of times, and uh, what do you do about it? It Makes all the difference, you know. You're gonna sit around mired in the poop, stinking in the poop, slinging the poop around, reminding yourself of poop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Saying so-and-so did such and such to me. You remember you got a bag of poop. You're swinging. you're carrying a bag. Most people in the world are carrying a bag of poop all around. And when someone had when something bad happens to them, well, you know what they do? They go, uh, yeah, I'm gonna put it in this bag of poop. And then I'm gonna walk around and I'm gonna bring it up periodically and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna open a bag and I'm gonna scoop it in there and I'm gonna say, you remember when so-and-so did such and such, Jimmy did this to me? And like, and just remind yourself of all the poop and crap in your life and how it stinks. And it's because you're carrying a huge bag of poop around and you're like periodically reminding yourself of how much your life sucks. And you get all cankered and all bitted. So-and-so did such and such to me. So-and-so owes me money. So-and-so did this. So-and-so did that. And I'm like, okay, what if that's the best thing that ever happened to you? What if someone stealing all your money and bitch slapping you a few times is the best thing that ever happened to you? Yeah, you don't think about that, do you? You think about that poor bastard. He took my money. I'm going to kill him. Because you naturally want to kill them because someone that harms you, you want to harm them back. Yeah. But here's the problem. All that does is make you have pain. Poison cankers through your body. You get all angry. You die of cancer. You know, your appendages fall off and you stay. <laughs> well, in reality, in reality, if you just say like, okay, that's their thing, you know, and uh, everybody suffers. And for me to think I'm suffering any more than anybody else is just a bunch of poop. It's a poop emoji itself. The whole description. That my life is worse than your life and your life is worse than my life. And you start comparing lives and poop. You know, then you're in a poop storm. Wow. And you're, you're in a wow. poop storm because you're comparing the poop. And you know what? There's no comparison of poop. Everybody suffers. Everybody has pain. So what you do is if you want to not be cankered and stink and carry poop with you and be all discouraged... And all like negative, I call them negative wizards, people. They do this. They're like negative wizards. Negative wizards are people who live in a poop. And the triple trifecta is a poop. And they remember every (laughs) bad thing that happened to them. And they hate everybody. (laughs) Right? And they're negative wizards. Negative wizards. Who multiply the triple trifecta of poop in their lives. And everywhere they go, they bring a stench with them. A stank with them. It's like stanky stench of triple trifecta of poop, and it's nasty. <laughs> so, so, you know what I'm talking about? Negative wizards. Like it's almost mystical. It how is. they walk into a room, and you and, and you, your nose just gets all creepy. You're like, what the hell just walked in the room? <laughs> <laughs> some, and, and metaphorically speaking, we're just you just say, you know, the whole emotion in the room changes because some poop master, some kind of poop. Wizard walks in a room and he just makes everything stink to high hell, right? But then there are these positive warriors positive of warriors. goodness, positive warriors of goodness who have the triple trifecta of good. Like and we instead of today. darkness, they have the light. They come in a room and everything smells clean, like Clorox. <laughs> it's that all is, tidy. That it's is contaminated. It's bright and brilliant and happy and lovely.
1: That is a beautiful comparison. Wow.
0: I just was thinking though when you were talking how you know people bring their poop with them, oh, and you can feel it, and you can you can smell it, like you said, yeah, and yeah. they and they try to be, put themselves in groups. We were talking a little bit about the tribes that you get oh, in, oh yeah, and you create your own poop tribes or your <laughs> your uh, what was the word positive warrior tribes?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't be in the same tribe. You can't sling poop like the monkeys in the zoo. Have you ever been in a zoo? Oh, I've been in a that. monkey oh, like slings yeah. poop at you. Yep yeah well there's tribes people human beings do that all the time they carry like 16 bags of poop and they're like slinging poop at people you see that all the time today everybody's like angry if with you, everybody. If you don't, They're
1: sling the poop slingers if you don't watch yourself and you'll become one of them
2: oh yeah if well, you if you hang around yeah, them then to you, a certain extent you know we all sort of like to sling a little sling bit because we're of not perfect poop. you know mm. but the the key is to recognize when you sling a poop right to yeah. get out of that and to start slinging goodness and be like okay i had some hard times and uh I'm going to be better because of those. I'm going to learn from those hard times. I'm going to get empathy from those hard times. And I'm going to do good. Triple trifecta good kind of thing. I'm going to be a positive warrior because it's, you know, it's a little harder to do that, to, to find the good in things, even though life sucks sometimes. You know, find the good in the opposition. You know, uh, Guadalupe, you, uh, you lift the weights a lot in your life, right? Yeah yeah. 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 How strong do you get if you have the bar and if you just like do the little teeny ass weights all the time?
1: You you don't progress at all. You
2: don't progress. You like, what happens is the harder the weight, the bigger the weight, uh, the more muscular you become, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's in the opposition that you gain the strength, and it's in the suffering that we gain the strength. If, if we don't have opposition, we don't have suffering. We don't have. We don't enjoy goodness. We don't enjoy life. Wow. You know, it's hard to have happiness without sadness, mm. right? You can't have. Happiness without suffering, because suffering is connected with sadness, because it's, you know, triple trifecta poop, darkness in the pits of hell, suffering. <laughs> yes. So everybody has that, but, but then they just get all mired in it, and they're like, oh, woe is me, man, because, you know, my life sucks, I have this all this poop around me. Like, well, get your ass out of the pit. Yeah. Climb out of it, and, you know, clean it up, and get, like, Mr. Clean, and, like, go triple trifecta of goodness, you know, make it worth your while. That and is. how about this notion? Um, how about when someone's in a pit of poop? You reach down, you pull them out of the poop <clears throat> and you teach them how to clean himself up. No, like throw the bags of poop away
1: and clean yourself off. That was my, that was my next, my next question. I was going to, I was going to say, you know, that's a lot of uh, people on the podcasts in the Twitters and stuff. They're always talking about, you know, don't don't be a downer, be positive, have all this happiness, blah, blah, blah. And they talk a lot of smack. But no one really expresses to, to everybody, even the kids nowadays, how to pull yourself out of the perpetuating poop cycle. Well, you know, I feel like that's like the process of... Of, of doing that, you know, because a lot of the times we want to be negative wizards because that's, oh, that's in our DNA and that's what's easy. We talk about that a lot. Yep. How do you, what is the process, so to speak, you know?
0: Well, and I don't know if I know the answer to that question, but I think it's a little bit too. And also is that in our lives, we try to protect our family from any type of suffering, right? We, like I have three kids. They're little, and, like, I can't even imagine them suffering in any way. And I want to protect them. That's <laughs> Papa Bear in me saying, hey, let's protect my kids, make sure they don't suffer. But the real thing is, you know, and that's why we brought Sammy on the show, is that there's people who have been through a lot of crap, right? And they've got out of it, and they've been so much better because of it. Like they'll be, It's almost like I don't want my kids to suffer, but they need to suffer to get better. And I think... wow. I think it's something that we need to discuss a little bit, and I was hoping you're game, smart.
1: You should write a book or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you are with the book thing again, all over again. But I, but uh, the main thing I wanted to get out of this bringing Sammy Ducci on the show was to have him get dive a little deep into his past and talk about his life a little bit because you know I've heard some stories. And I think there's probably a little bit more to it, but man, there's a lot that you've been through that you know, I've learned from you that's helped me a lot. And so maybe you give a little bit of a dive into the past of Sammy Ducci and how that kind of brought you to your redemption
1: point.
2: Yeah, you know, everybody has their challenges. You know, I was tortured as a kid, abused sexually and physically, and set on fire, used a human dartboard, brutally beaten, homeless, early. The thing about it is... You know, I don't like, the, you know, my life's an open book. You can read my books if you want to re- learn all about that. But the, the, the first step in, in becoming better when you're dealt a pile of poop, like, you know, you're dealt the cards and they're all poop emojis instead of like 21 or like uh, ace of spades or like, you know, blackjack or, whatever, or like, you know, poker, full house. Can't even it's a imagine full poop emoji, poop emoji card. You're dealt all these cards of poop. <clears throat> here's, the, here's the process. That you need to do. The first thing you need to do. Is you need to recognize. That you're in poop. And not candy land. Because a lot of times people. Get so accustomed to poop. They start eating the poop. Like the poop eaters. And they think it tastes wonderful. They think the life is wonderful. And they're actually eating poop. And they don't even know any better. So the the first thing is to use your free will. And gain awareness of your situation. And that comes with. Uh pondering your situation and really figuring out what the hell you want to do with your life you know do you want to be like them or do you want to be not like them in my case I was around a bunch of dope smoking and hippie people like freaks freaks of nature drug dealers and mobsters and motorcycle gang members and people kill people they're just terrible people and I said early in my life I don't want to be like them they're a bunch of poop emojis like I want to be like this I want to be a superstar athlete because you know maybe that's not a poop emoji maybe that's triple trifecta of goodness at least it's productive right so the first step in all of this is really to recognize you know get yourself recognize you're in the river of poop maybe in dante's seventh canto of the poop you know whatever yeah yeah the second thing is to just make it through the poop Sometimes you got to swim in a river of poop. You ever watch the movie, A Shawshank Redemption, eh? That is it's a good movie. Good yeah, movie. the guy, the guy like walks, favorite. like he, 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 he swims like a mile in poop to get out of the damn prison. That's going to make me wow. laugh. Yeah, it's like poop. It's a poop city. It's like poop he river. Eliminated. He went through his own Stop Dante, it. like Seventh Canto, the river of poop, to get free from prison, right? So it's a lot of times what's happening to us is bad. It's really bad, right? But we don't understand that, uh, you know, what's happening to you is bad, but what you can do is you you can choose to do good. In the bad. In the bad. So you You say to yourself, if you can can muster up enough awareness to say, what's happening to me is bad, it's a bunch of poop emojis, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to choose to do, is I'm going to choose to do good. I'm going to choose to do good. And I'm going to hang on to the good. I'm going to make it through. Because sometimes that's all you can do is hang on to the life preserver in a river of poop. Right, That's all you can do. The third thing, third thing's a little harder. Third thing is to be like, what do they learn from all the poop? The poop emojis. Mm -hmm. So everybody has opposition. Everybody has disappointment. Everybody has pain. Everybody has suffering. Everybody has, you know, some kind of challenge, right? But not everybody learns from those challenges. A lot of times people reproduce them and recreate them. And they just, you know, have a full deck of poop gods.
0: Just the wallow in their own. They
2: wallow in their own poop, and they're a triple trifecta of poop, and they just mire in their own poop, and it's like it's poop craziness, right? So if you can get out of that idea, and into this, what did I learn from the stinky, hairy poop stuff? <laughs> Hairy now? Yeah, it's a hairy poop, stinky Goodness. stink. Goodness, that's you're, you're disgusting. Taking it <laughs> and you say, "How can I learn from this?" And so I don't have to be in the poop anymore. I'm gonna move myself out of the poop. Like, what do I learn to get keep myself out of the poop? Right. That very. Th- it's a very important thing. <laughs> it's so very important. You get yourself out of the poop. You get up and you move your ass out of the poop. He is so dead. <clears throat> okay. Fourth thing. So, Hold on, I'm not so finished.
1: It's so intense right now. I am not I, I'm sweating. The,
2: the fourth thing is, is the really hardest thing. You, oh, after you learned about how to pull yourself out of the poop, after you recognize the poop you're in, after you say, um, I'm not like them. Yeah, you say, I'm not like them. What's happening to me is bad. I'm going to do good. So you, you first of all, you recognize you're in poop. You hang on. You hang on, and you're saying to yourself, I'm not going to be like this. I'm going to do good. Even though bad's happening to me, you the learn third, thing, from it. yeah, third thing is you learn. The fourth thing is maybe the hardest, <clears throat> and the fourth thing is you gain empathy and understanding from the poop, and you become grateful for having been in the mired pit of river of poop, the triple trifecta, right of poops. Wow. And the gratitude that comes with that is really connected to the empathy that you get when you have the understanding. Because when you have poop and a triple trifecta of poop emojis, and also bad things that happen to you, you have the byproduct of that is an understanding of perfect understanding. Like, I have a perfect understanding of how to be set on fire there. Yeah. Wow. I have a perfect understanding of how to be abused physically. I have my ass kicked. Matter of fact, when I was a little kid, I had to do the dishes one time. And it wasn't my turn. And my stepdad, he goes, you do the dishes. I'm like, it's not my turn. He goes, you do the dishes right now, I'll kick your ass. So I did the dishes, and in the middle of my dishes, <clears throat> I uttered my first vocal prayer. I clasped my hands together, and I said, Dear God, it's not my turn to do the dishes. It's not fair. And at that very moment, whack! Leroy hit me in the back of the head and bashed my face into the countertop and said, Listen, you little shit. God's not going to help you now do the dishes. My first prayer. Like, I'm like, Oh, God, thanks for the God being there. It's beautiful. I did the dishes as fast as I could. I was hum- completely humiliated. As soon as I did the dishes, cleaned up all the stink and the squalor and the poop emojis because they they're everywhere. It Literally poop, stink, is like nasty. I got out of that house as fast as I could. I bolted through our front desert because in Vegas they don't have front yards, they have front deserts. Jumped over a scrub oak fence, ran down the street next to Will Beckley Elementary School where I went to school and then I hit the vast Southern Nevada desert and I ran for miles. Ran away, ran in my tattered Chuck Taylor high top snickers. I pretended like the sagebrush and cactus were people trying to tackle me and I was jumping over them like I was a famous running back. (laughs) I ran for hours, hours, hours full of despair, running away from the hell I was in for hours until I collapsed in the dirt and on my hands and knees heaving for breath full of despair I thought to myself my life sucks and I want to die but something happened to me and I said to myself not like them. never like them. those sons of bitches are the most miserable people on the planet earth and I decided when I was 10 years old, after I wiped the blood and debris and snot from my face from getting my ass kicked by my stepdad, that I was not going to be like them. Not them. That I was going to be like this. Not that. That I was going to be a great person. That I was going to be a good person. That I was going to be a great athlete. I was going to be a great student. Not them. Like this. Wow. I made that choice. That's... And it was poop. It was like a poop thing. And I was 10 years old. And from 10 on... I just wasn't like that. Nothing I did was like that. But the benefit that I have, growing up in a household that was like a drug crazed version of the Brady Bunch on an episode of Cops, <laughs> like wackadoos. <laughs> These people were complete wackadoos. A, one of the, a drugged out version of the Brady of the Bunch, Brady Bunch on, on an episode, an episode of, of Cops. Cops. <laughs> now, one of the blessings of that is I know what that's like, yeah. and I'm grateful for that. And and you know what? When some kid that's comes hard. up to me, and some kid comes up to me, and he says to me. Oh, you think you had it bad? My mom was a crack whore and that and the other. I got stabbed three times and shot in the ankle. I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> your life sucked worse than mine. <clears throat> and I grab anything I can grab, and I give it to them. And they're like, what's that? And I said, it's a trophy. They're like, what kind of trophy? I said, it's a trophy. It says your life sucks worse than mine. You get the award. Congratulations. Congratulations. And let me ask you a question. I, tell you, I say to them, I said to these boys, I said, What are you going to do about it? Because bad things happen to everybody. You can bitch it out. Tell me all the, oh, oh, you had terrible things. Well, okay. And sometimes I cry with them. You know, I'm like, okay, it sucks to be you. And I'm like, I'm crying because it's it's terrible. It's tragic. But in the end. What are you going to do? Hey, What are you going to do about it? Like everybody suffers. Everybody has pain. But not everybody chooses to learn and be grateful for it. And then help others because of it. That's the fifth thing, right? The last thing is to help others because the suffering that you've had. And the gift of empathy that's been given to you in your suffering. That's the great gift. Because if you can do that, you get healed from all the pain that you have. Let me say that again. If you can take the empathy you get from your suffering, understand it's a great gift. Use it to help another person when they're suffering. When they're in the pit with all the poop emojis and all that and you pull them out of that pit and you help them see the light you make choices then your bags of poop are thrown away for good and you don't carry it around and that's how you get the triple trifecta of betterness and be good and it doesn't make sense totally counterintuitive it's counterintuitive that you can be grateful for all the crap right and the gifts that it brings you. But let me tell you something. I know exactly how it feels to feel homeless. To be homeless. So when I, when a homeless kid comes up to me. A homeless person on the street. I know exactly how they feel. And I can in a better position to help them. Because I know how that feels. Without that I don't have that. So these days you know. I'm grateful for all that crap. All the poop emojis that started after life. You know because most of the time these days. I'm in mean, the triple trifecta, good. Like with you guys, you know, doing talk shows and shit.
1: <laughs> we tri- have uh, 999 million million followers Follow now. I 90, just don't 999 know. 999 million. That's a, almost a billion. Right. Yeah, we're, we're, pretty sad, you know, we're pretty like close. One, we're like one one fourth of the Earth's population. Do, we're gonna do a countdown when we get to that billion. Yeah, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be pretty exciting. Yeah, it's gonna be great.
2: That's great. Yeah. But <laughs> I,
1: wow, I don't even know what the, that's like. The most profound. I that was stuff. Uh, We've ever HUD. That was pretty intense. The, well, you know, that was like
0: The it, the thing I thought about just when you were talking. You know, the fourth one the fourth, the fourth <laughs> one kind of tied it all together where you gotta, you know, lose yourself in serving others, in a sense, is what I got out of that. But when you were talking about almost like reflecting on yourself, like where you're at, what what you're in, what poop you're in. Cause I think a lot of people they don't reflect on that. They decide to just to pretend like... Squalor in it. I don't, I don't know if they per- squalor in it. I think they almost try to Massive. create their own little fairyland that they don't... That doesn't exist. Like, they almost try to cover it up to deal with it instead of dealing with it. And that's what I got out of it. It's like,
2: yeah, they don't cover that, up they, and... They, well, that's what you get the poop eaters here. Because they think it tastes like... That's cute. it. Let's eat they some They get
0: poop accustomed to eating like, the poop.
2: Yeah, it's like... That's, it doesn't work. You know, let me, tell you, let me tell you some of the things that people that are the poop eaters do. Instead of a bad thing happens to you, right? And the poop eaters say, why me? Why me? Why did this happen to me? I didn't deserve this. Well, in the end, you know what? The, you deserve damnation and nothing. You don't deserve jack shit in life. Right? What you, what you earn, what you, what you deserve in life for the tender mercies of God is possibly a chance to live after this life in a good place. That's what you get, right? So when you ask yourself, why me? Those are dangerous questions. That's questions That's a dangerous question that leads you to the path in the pit of the poops. A much better question is, what am I supposed to do here now that I'm in the poop? What course do I need to take to make things better? That's a much better question. Now, the other question that's much better, what can I learn from all this poop that's around me? Another question, Be aware. how much, uh, what do I need to do to get out of the poop here? You know, so what am I supposed to do? What did I learn? How do I move forward? These are very powerful questions that allow you to throw the poop away and to, you know, walk in light and goodness, see Wow, and a lot of people don't do that because our natural thinking is here. Bad something happened to me. Those pieces of shits. I'm gonna kill them. I'm gonna stab them. Yeah. I wish evil upon them. And uh, all the while, I'm stacking poop in my bags as I'm covering with me. And poop is running through my veins, and like it's like poison. You know, like when you um, if you get bit by a snake, right? Uh, poison the snake bites you. Rattler. A rattler. Rattler. A rattler bites you there. And you spend all your energy chasing that some bitch down, and you want to cut its head off. But what's happening to you is you're doing that. <clears throat> you're dying. Yeah, because uh, poison is coursing through your veins here. So that's what I'm talking about here. Someone does something bad to you, and you say, uh, I'm going to kill the bastard, or I hate him, or, I hate his guts, or, I wish <laughs> evil upon him. Maybe I'll slice him up a bit, you know, maybe stab him a few times or just hire someone to do terrible <laughs> things to. Do not put that in the podcast, by the <laughs> way. No, that's dead. Dude, that's that I, That's a total disclaimer. That's I'm great. I'm not encouraging you to do anything, but the natural no, thing is to we lash don't, out don't, at people. We don't, we don't <clears> encourage When you do killing. that, it only causes you pain and suffering. This is what people don't understand. Wow. So, so not why, I'm gonna ask why you, not I'm, why me, but
1: what am I'm I I'm gonna ask to you a hard question. No, that's not good. I'm gonna ask you a hard question here. Yeah. Is it a poop emoji question?
0: No, Sammy Ducci is an like, expert on poop emoji. Uh, this is
1: this is a hard question. And I don't know if you have the answer yet, because it could take a lifetime to understand this. But let's say um, let's say you've done you, you know, you've done a lot of the process, you've recognized where you're at. You decide you don't want to be like these people. You decide what course of action you're going to take to get out of it. You're going to be thankful for your pain and suffering. And then you're going to be empathetic and help others. Let's say you do that. Okay. How do you look back and forgive the people that have caused the poop to be upon you? And, and, and what I mean by that is a lot of times we put ourselves in bad situations mm. where we create our own poop. But, for instance, like you were in poop from the day you were born. How do you forgive those that are supposed to love you that treat you terrible
2: and un, unforgivable? What is the key to forgiveness? Oh, that's a great question here. Uh, the key to forgiveness is love here. You got to love people. And you got to understand that people aren't perfect. And uh, so this is a hard thing because uh, just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you trust them. Like I forgave all my family for that's all the crazy true. shit. You know, I really did. But I, don't, I can't trust them as far as you can throw them. Most of them are dead. But um, even if they were alive, I wouldn't trust them because they didn't earn my trust because they betrayed me. Right. So they, I forgive them because that's a choice. Give to God. To forgive Let is go and a let choice. God take. You know this. My friend of mine, you know, like Luther, good friend of mine. You know. Yeah. Don't mess with Luther. He'll stab you. He kill you. He's Luther, a scary dude. 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 He's bad a dude.
0: <laughs> so I don't think I met Luther. Yeah, uh, yeah he put you in some, you some cement shoes at the
2: bottom would of the You Love Mr. Luther, but he he's he's not afraid to kick anybody's ass or go at you right like physically. Just like go, just go at you. Go at you. The thing about no. it is, he told me this wonderful thing. He said, "Let go and let God take it. Like they're gonna they're gonna receive their reward for the behavior." Let it's not your problem and let them have it. But that doesn't mean you have to trust them. Mm. And when you forgive them, it's a choice. It's a choice. It's an absolute conscious choice to no longer carry the burden of what they did to you. Wow. By letting go and letting God take care of it there. Because you know, he does, you know, he has a natural tendency of taking care of that kind of stuff. I would not want to be people that did stuff to me being uh, in front of god right now because they're going to be accountable wow hmm. so that's up to that's up to god that's out of my control what is within my control is to be forgiving yeah and to use that learning from my suffering to be a better person to help other people in their suffering at least you be the judge yes that's what my mom used to say you know yeah he did say that in one of the pomy holloway at least you be the judge you know yeah one time, you know, to speak about Grandma Holloway, she got pissed off at me one time. She hit me in the back of the head with a two-by-four and knocked the shit out of me. Knocked me completely unconscious. Unconscious. Yeah, and I got up and I was really mad. So I took that two-by-four and broke it into four pieces and threw it through the walls. And I told her never to do that again. And I left the house because it was not safe because Mom was not in the right mind. But later, you know, we, we did good. We, we mend the fences and, the, you know. Later in life, you guys kind of Yeah, we did all moved. good. But uh, the, when I was 15, not good. No, it was a good, good situation. We had twenty-seven people living like in a three-bedroom house, and people are pooping on the carpets and <clears> urinating and in the this, sink. Is like it was a nightmare.
0: This is not. This is not
2: like. A, this is not like. like a this, a is this is. No. Real, this is oh, real. Oh, actually, it's like total. Like, bike is like, like, heaven. Up. Like you're taking bikes apart in the living room and shit. <clears throat> people snorting cocaine on the kitchen tables. Holy cow! And oh, you're it's you're ten years old. Seems. Well, and I'm fifteen, like fourteen. 15. Well, that's oh, when I left home. Like better. I got
1: to get out of here because these people are wackadoo. So you're homeless at fifteen. Yeah, and you're, you're, you don't really know where you're going, but you know that you're getting away from the poop. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. just you you're striving to be different.
2: Yeah, I got my best friend is from school. You know, Brent. Poppy, Poppy Brent, Poppy Brent, Poppy Brent. <laughs> I know Poppy, Poppy Brent. Brent. Yeah, he took me in there, and I got a new I Bobby
0: bread. Yeah, He'll, you'll yeah, know yeah, him. You'll know him.
2: He, he said he makes pop- that whole door like look small. He just he's a large out. man. Wow. he's a giant man. That's a big know. guy. Yeah, and uh, he's the baddest mother f I've ever seen in my entire life. He killed, like he's a bad. He's bad. He's a bad dude. Yeah, but um, he took me in, I, and I stayed with his family, and they taught me what normal looked like for the first time. So you know, on the surface, you know, terrible thing, you're homeless at 15. oh you know, it sucks to be you, on I man. One. Whoa. Right, it's like a triple poop emoji. But then I go live with Brent and like... they you see what the normality... Yeah. Is. They gather together in the evening. They partake of food. They call it dinner. I'm like, what the hell is dinner? <laughs> what is this? They have a fridge. It's like full of food. I'm like, what the hell is this? F- food is... And we never had food in our fridge. <coughs> Ever. Never. And they were like, well, how was your day? Monday was fine. It was yours. What, do you want you, you want some money from me or something? Uh- like, no, he just wanted to know how your day was. Wow. So yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and Brent's family, like, his 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 uncle says, you know, hey, you wanna like earn some money? I'm like, yeah, he goes, I need you to do the roof. He paid me like $10 an hour to destroy their house, I want to, I bet you. <laughs> but like they, they, he could give me the money, but he didn't. He made me work for it because he wanted to build a person. A he total wasn't person. he was trying to say, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna help you turn into a entitled poop emoji. I'm gonna you're gonna be like a person. <laughs> Like a piece of shit. I'm not going to <laughs> have you be a piece of shit. I'm not going to let you be a piece of shit. I'm going to have you be a person of value and worth and so forth with high character. Yeah. You know? Yeah, instead of slinging shit, you're going to be helping people. Yeah. Yeah. Because you he helped me. You he helped me out help myself. You he helped me learn how to help myself. That is powerful. Wow. Wow. Powerful stuff there. I know I said the shit word. Please forgive me. It's okay. We, it's we, okay. Know
0: it's a, you know it's we, okay. we, 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 you we know. let our we'll let others know we, we got
2: Sammy Ducci on. We, we got never, Sammy Ducci. <laughs> be so we're, ah! talking, uh, we're talking about the poop thing. Yeah. Well, that you know, is... I got to tell you a story real quick. Uh, years ago, early in my career, there I was going after this big account. With lots of money involved, you know. And I and I worked uh, I worked countless hours and months to get this big business. A lot of business, you know, like millions of dollars. It's gonna change the future of my family. It's a big deal. And uh I worked for weeks, months, and weeks to get this deal. And there's this committee, there's done this committee to do this, you know, to make the final decision on this thing. And uh and uh this committee meets with the president of a company that I work for. Yeah. And he says a bunch of smart ass stuff, because they're you know. They lead the the country in the business and they're pretty popular, you know, pretty strong company. And it pissed these people off in the committee. But out of all the people that were buying for this business, there was no one as good as me. There was no one that had the products that we had. No one that had the services we had. No one could sell it cheaper than we could. And no one could go the value that we could. And we lost the business. They gave it to someone else. After I spent like a year of my life sacrificing and working. And I'm with the senior executive vice president of sales. And we go meet with this client. And they tell us why we lost the business. They said, you let in every category. But the president of your company offended everybody. So we we gave you guys the finger. We gave it to someone else. Wow. And I was furious. We get out of the meeting. I go in the car with the senior vice president of a company. And I'm like young in my career. And I scream the F word as loud as I can. I'm super mad. I'm like furious. I've sacrificed a year of my life. I hadn't had sleep in 72 hours. Furious. And the senior executive vice president says something to me that's very wise. He says, Sam, sometimes life feeds you a shit sandwich and you got to take a bite. And I said, Bob, I said, "Shit sandwich. That's a shit buffet. That's the." I said, "That's a shit buffet. That's a shit sandwich on the island of shit in the triple trifecta of poop emojis. It's like the worst thing on the possible planet Earth." And he started laughing. I started laughing. And then the last the last time, I forgot about it, and I just went on and you know made some money and did some other deals. But I mean, I was taught like. Life is a poop sandwich at the time, you know? And you don't enjoy the big business until the crappy business happens.
0: Listen, now, listen, can I just share a few things on my mind?
2: Yeah,
1: share. This
0: is like blowing my mind all this stuff. It's just like the whole suffering, getting out of it, and it sounds like you've been through a lot in your previous life and even in through your work life. It's been it's, it's been some hard times. And this is the thing I'm trying to grasp. Around, And I'm trying to do better at. It. And I'm, I'm getting better at it. Because I used to be the, why me, God? Why are you doing this to me? This isn't fair. seems like when things get bad, it always gets worse. And when it rains, it pours, they say, whatever. And I'm starting to kind of like grasp the idea of almost like welcoming the suffering. Like walking towards it a little bit. Like trying to get, not to be afraid of it anymore. And that understanding... I think I get a little hard time with, uh, my biggest fear is to be like, let my family down, right? Let my family down, not be the provider I'm supposed to be. And so failure comes around. If I fail, then I feel like my whole family fails, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of risk involved in life. But at the same time, I'm always trying to figure out how to get better every day. Like you got to get to that pinnacle. You definitely got to go through a lot of crap. If you want to do the best, you want to be the best, you got to go through a lot of crap. But yet, I almost want to avoid it it's so hard. I don't fail. Wow. And it's just like, it is So uh, hard remember that
2: story when I told like, uh like my first vocal prayer there? You know, a few years later, I asked my stepfather to take me to the track so I could run some laps to get ready for football camp there. And um, he takes me to the track, and uh, he hides. How old are you? I'm like 14, 14 13, 13, 14, right? He hides to see what kind of person i am to see if i'm there just you know gonna run or if i'm gonna go fall so i go down the dirt track and i and i uh, put my running shoes on stretch out and i start running as fast as i can like when i was in the desert as a kid you know running away from all the pain but this time um it's the pain is the same from running and i run three laps as hard as i can and i feel strong and i, I run Laps and more laps, four, lap five, lap six. I, I run six laps and now I'm dying. I'm dying. I feel like someone stabbed me in a knife with like a pun knife or something. Yeah. And then uh, I feel like uh, my lungs were on fire and I can't feel my legs. And I still keep going, running as fast as I can. Lap uh, seven, eight, nine. And then I say to myself, if I can run one more lap as fast as I can. That would really mean something. So I break it down on the four 100-yard sprints, and I run as fast as I can, and after 10 laps on that dirt track around Chaparral High School's football field, I collapse in the dirt there. Same as before. But this time, I am not full of despair. This time, as I heave for breath, I am full of power, light, And purpose, because I have a bold vision and a goal. Not to be like them, to be something else. To never tire in a football game. To be one of those kids that the coaches always had to play because they knew the best chance of winning was with me. And I was running toward a vision and dream of being someone special, someone that mattered. And I was putting myself, I was choosing to put myself through the same pain and the same agony that I had when I was 10. But I was running towards something running toward a dream, and I was sacrificing and suffering. The physical pain was exactly the same, but the purpose was totally different. It was totally different. I was choosing to put myself through the hell and the pain because the byproduct of it all was greatness. The byproduct of putting myself through that process was to become a great athlete, the best that I could be, the best person I could be, and that day saved my life. It changed my life. Because that day I became a leader. A leader among people. And I've, I've done that all my life. I'm just like, I'm running towards something. To this day, I just met with a man who's going to help me raise $5 million to make a major motion picture of my movie. It's going to change the world. My life. It's very cool. We're going to try to have it done by the end of the year. So when we celebrate the foundation I started 10 years ago, we're going to have the... Uh, The premiere. Of the movie. Of the movie. Wow. About my life. Next fall. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. You know, so, uh, you know, sometimes uh, shit happens to us. And poop emojis everywhere. And sometimes we put ourselves through shit because we know the pain is going to be worth the gain. And we're going to be great because of it. So, either way, you're going to suffer. Like, uh, you're going to put yourself through the suffering. And get the byproduct of greatness. Or you're going to suffer because you're just some poor bastard that people want to beat up. You know, you're going to suffer that way. So I figure if I'm going to suffer, I might as well put myself through the pain so I can have the greatness on the other end of it. Uh, you know, all that, you know, thing. Yeah. That, that is. Wow. And that's like, like that's when you
0: were talking that, like, you know, when I was talking about what am I going to do to suffer and I'm afraid of facing it sometimes and the outcome of it, failure. But I think what rang true to me in that was you got to embrace it and not care what's, if, you, if you're good with suffering, but you have the perspective of achieving
1: greatness, you, you won't be afraid of what other people think of you when you fail.
2: Yeah, here's The, the thing process about, of being unapologetic. Yeah, oh, the, my goodness. <laughs> here's the thing about being failure. Here's the thing about failure that people don't understand. Failure is not found in losing. Failure is found in quitting. Not losing, quitting. Mm. Failure is refusal to get up after you lose. That's failure. And as long as you're running towards something, and every time you fail, you get your ass up, you learn, you course correct, and you keep going toward what you're running at, where you're doing, going towards something, that ain't failure. That, my friend, is winning. That, my friend, is the triple trifecta of goodness. Right there. To realize that when you fail, that failure is a gift. To get your ass back up from the failure off the ground, off the losing, off the losing losing platform, whatever the hell you want to call it. Get get yourself up, learn from the failure, make the changes you need to make so you can win. But you gotta be running towards something. You can't just be running away from everything. Because running away is gonna make you have despair. And you're going to have stress and anxiety and fight and flight and all that stuff. But when you're running towards something, you're going to have clarity. You're going to have vision. You're going to have energy. You're going to be filled with power and purpose. And when you fail, it ain't going to mean a nothing. It ain't going to mean an effing thing. Because you're just going to get your ass back up and you're going to keep going. Because you're fueled by the passion and fire of the bull vision. And you're going to surround yourself with powerful people that help you accomplish it. And the people don't help you accomplish the shit mongers, the people who are full of shit Negative and slinging wizards. shit. Yeah, you, you know what? The necromisers, whatever you want to hear. Negative wizards. Negative wizards. You're, you know what you're going to do with them? What are you you're doing? going to leave them in the dust. They can kiss your ass goodbye. Because you're going to be surrounding yourself with positive, powerful people running toward a vision and something special and something powerful. And that will give you infinite power, infinite strength, and infinite wisdom. That's what I'm gonna lay down on you tonight. That was, that was, uh, you know, amazing. Skittles from your butt from a unicorn.
1: <laughs> Wait, you gotta ruin the moment. The
2: <sighs> rainbow of unicorn skittles from the you know unicorn's booty.
1: We, I'm
2: gonna leave that in there. That was
1: good. Uh, we, we all learn different things, you know, from dark, different circumstances. And like you said, you, if you're running towards something, you and you never, you're not running away, but you're running towards something. That's what gets rid of the anxiety and the depression and the pain, and that leads you towards your your ultimate goal. But what out of all this stuff you said, what I've noticed in my life, because I've had I've had a good life. You know, I wasn't homeless, I wasn't set on fire. And I didn't live in poop.
2: But I did cup your fart on you one time. You did You're cup your fart on on your face. I beef stewed the shit out of you. <laughs> I made you have the beef stew. You made me boff. But,
1: um, you know, I've been through some stuff. But my life changed forever when I did one thing in particular. When I started hanging out with positive, powerful people. And like you said... When you surround yourself with that, you get motivated and, uh, it, that'll, that, I mean, if you can't, I, for, for the listeners out there that feel like you're down, like you, you can't do it by yourself. You're right. You need, you gotta have people by your side to, that want to uplift you. And, uh, um, you know, big, big changes have had, I've had big changes in my life from hanging around you guys. Yeah. And that has uh, changed me forever. You
2: know, it's uh, interesting you bring that up. When I was a little kid, I'd see people that were happy and families that are solid. You know, and I'd go up to them and I'd say, can I hang out with you guys? And they'd say, yeah, sure. Yeah. And they saw me as a willing kid that needed some help and they just helped me. And um, it's your huddle, you know. Your huddles matter. Yeah. The people you surround yourself with matters. You hang out with a bunch of turds and a bunch of pigs, you're going to stink. It's a pig trough, you know. But if you if you hang around with eagles, you're going to soar. On. Eagles help you soar. Pigs help you stink. So it's your choice. It's your choice. Are your friends, are your people in your huddle, are the people you surround yourself, are they bringing out the best in you, or are they bringing out the worst in you? Are they slinging shit, or slinging poop? Do they have poop emojis on the forehead, or do they have the crowns of glory because they're going after some noble shit? Yeah. Some noble... Some noble gold, some noble goal. That's the question. That is the question. Because you know what? You don't learn from people who are turds. You don't. Shit slingers. All you learn is that they stink. And people that were full of life, full of uh, full of opportunity, full of uh, bold vision and dream. People that are working towards something. They have something to teach you every day. And that's how we get better. We get better by the people we we in- interact with. I encourage everyone
1: to find yourself a Sammy and a Tony. This is Geo talking. And because ever since I started this stuff with Tony Piss Anelli yeah, over we, here, you better finish that. He, Tony uh,
2: Piss Anelli.
1: Ever since I started this, I have become a greater person because he shows me who I can truly become and he calls me out on my bull poop. My bull crap, your poop the poop emojis. Take he <clears throat> takes me to another level, and I appreciate that from you, Tony. You, you, you've changed my life forever. And What, well, so Sammy?
0: Well, and the thing that I gain so much from you guys is that there's, there's also some people that see your potential. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like you get we get so down on ourselves. I'm the same way. I get so down on myself when I when I make a mistake. It's like the end of the world. But then. You have good people around you that bring you up and say, "Hey, you're freaking smart. Yeah, you, should you should write, write a, a book or, book or something."
1: something.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like when I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, "I'm an idiot," you know, or I, you know, I'm, not, I'm worthless, kind of thing. And Geo then you come when you out. get a group of people that tell you, "Man, you're really smart," or yep, you know, they fill you full of joy and Life. potential, and you're like, "Man, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Got a, I got a little potential." And so you you know if you get people like that, and you don't want to wallow in the trough, like Sammy Ducci
2: says. You don't want to hang with the pigs; you, know, you don't. They make you stink. You want to sow with the eagles.
0: You don't. You don't want to stink, and that, and that's all mm-hmm. it is. Is that those people want to suffer, and they want to bring people down with them to suffer. And you got to get out of that. And that's, that's, that's wow. just too much of that.
2: So let me uh, let me close with this idea of redemption. here. You know, everybody suffers. Everybody has pain. But not everybody takes that suffering and pain and the learnings they have with it, the empathy they have with it, to help another person. Because when you do that, that's when redemption happens. When you do good with the bad that you were dealt with, that's when that's the key to redemption. That's the key to self-healing. And if you're a religious person, you know, the redemption is found in the Lord, right? He helps us understand all the suffering and all that. But if you're not religious... The principles still apply. And that is, if you help other people with the, with the inside understanding and empathy that you have, and you help them in their pain, you get healed. There's we'll get a redemptive better. quality to that. And redemption doesn't happen without suffering. Light doesn't have, happen without darkness. Hot, cold, black, white, dark, darkness, lightness. You need opposition in everything to appreciate it and to understand it without opposition, without people being terribly boring and terribly dry, you would not have the, the appreciation for how funny the hell we are. Like, just think about it. We offer some funny though. There's some, there's some serious-ass, stupid-ass podcasts out there that make me want to die when I listen to them. They don't have the kind of creativity and uh, all the stuff we do here. But, uh, you know... Some people like them. Whatever, that's a poop emoji to me. Shabbadavati. Shabbadabadu.
1: Shabanada Frigadi.
2: freaking D. You gotta you gotta see people that are boring. In other words, in <laughs> other words, to appreciate people that are funny and happy. I love it. You gotta is, have one you can't have one with that the other. That is that
1: is powerful. <clears throat> well, thank you, Sammy Ducci, for being Damn, on the thank show. Thank you so much, Sammy Ducci. And uh, you know, we appreciate all of our ninety nine nine hundred ninety nine million, million, followers. million. Yeah, followers. We love you all. We're going to reach a, a billion here shortly. Shortly, we'll know? have the countdown. Uh... Tally, Tally. In honor of the nine hundred ninety nine
2: million, I'm going to do scientific experiments, <laughs> and I'm now not Sammy Ducci. I am uh, Professor Dingelhopper. <laughs> I'm going to do shout out. I'm going to do the Doppler effect. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <The> <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, Life Comma. Life isn't fair. Go look them up.
2: Life Comma. L I F K A L M A dot com, The shirt shirts, shirts are oh amazing. you they, like they, they got some. It gives me gear. a six pack when I wear it. You it's know beautiful. what? You, when you wear those things, when you wear that gear, there, yeah, let me tell you something. You're full of happiness and goodness. You got the triple trifecta goodness. And poop emojis can't affect you when you wear that stuff. There. Amen. And a guaranteed six pack. Guaranteed six pack. And if you're a guy and you like the ladies, they're gonna. look. <laughs> <laughs> They will be attracted to your ass, (laughs) and if you're a lady and you like the guys, or whoever you like, whoever, whatever you're doing, you're gonna your love life. Whether you know whatever (laughs) which way you want, (laughs) whatever which way you float, there, (laughs) and uh, it's gonna be flourishing. Your love life will flourish. And with that, we say. The Doppler effect with the poop at the end. we going to take a
1: high we gonna let this fire burn.
0: One thing might
2: Is someone who's fearless when it